Hey there, this is Vision Eternity Ministries, and my name is Lee Klein. We're going to be talking about how to receive our healing from Jesus today. And that is so important in being that witness for him. In fact, receiving our healing is part of getting out those spots and those wrinkles. Because when the world sees a manifestation of God's power in your life, they're going to be drawn to him. So that's the whole idea. And so he wants us to truly be his disciple and prove that his will is good and perfect. And that comes by changing how we think. Romans 12, 2 says not to be conformed to the world, but we are to be changed by the entire renewal of our mind, proving the good and perfect, perfect will of God, proving it for yourself. When you change your mind, you're proving it for yourself that his will is good and perfect, because then you see the manifestation of his power in your life. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you for teaching us your way, for showing us how not ready we are for your return, for showing us the witness that we need to become, the the transformation that needs to take place in our lives to prove Your will is good and perfect. We thank you and praise you, and we just give you all the glory. And so, yeah, he wants to talk about, he wants me to teach you what I know about receiving healing. Yesterday I gave you um, a few testimonies, and knowing what to do is vital. Hosea says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. We have to get understanding. And all you're getting, the word says, get understanding. We have to know what's going on. And so I want to start by reading to you a little bit of Mark 11, 22 through 24. Jesus said, have faith in God constantly. And that is so important. You can't be wishy-washy. You can't be in and out. But you always have to be having faith in God. If you're not consistent, then the manifestation of his power in your life isn't going to be consistent. Truly, I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, the problem, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it'll be done for him. For this reason, I'm telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it's granted to you and you will get it. I was thinking the other day, I don't remember exactly who it was I was listening to, and the person was telling what to do, but the person wasn't telling how to do it. And I, I, I could see that. That's exactly where a lot of people are missing it. We know what to do. We know we're supposed to talk to the mountain. We're, we know that when we talk to the mountain, the problem, that that is supposed to take care of it. But how do you talk? to the mountain, how do you constantly say, because Jesus said, actually, in Luke 6, each tree is known and identified by its own fruit. The figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor is a cluster of grapes picked from a bramble bush. The right and honorable, intrinsically good man of the good treasure of his heart produces what is upright, honorable, and good. Essential. So, what you the the honorable good man are the good treasure of his heart 
produces what is essential. That's what Jesus is saying. And the evil man of the storehouse brings forth that which is deprived, wicked, not good. The Out of the abundance, the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks. And so to say, to talk to the mountain, to say that good thing, it has to be in your heart. It has to be the thing that comes out of your mouth all the time. So in order for that good thing to come out of your mouth, you have to put that good thing in your heart. Romans 10 says, 10, 17, faith comes by hearing the word of God. And how do you hear it? You, you pay attention. You, you, on purpose, put the word of God in your heart. And when you meditate that and study that, that is what's going to come out of your mouth. And that is going to make that essentially good, wonderful thing happen. So your healing is going to manifest as you are continually having constant faith, constantly hearing the word of God. Jesus said, if you have constant faith. So if you're constantly hearing the word of God, you're putting that in your heart. And as you're putting it in your heart, it's going to end up coming out of your mouth. So the, the person that is without God, that doesn't know God, that doesn't put that word in their heart, so that it comes out of your, your mouth in any situation. When I took my son into the hospital and the doctor said, Mrs. Klein, what would you say if I told you your son's shunt was coming out of his head? And I said, I would say God healed him because that's what was in my heart. Now, let me turn this off. So now if, I hadn't put, been putting that word in my heart like most people don't because they don't know. My people perish for lack of knowledge. My answer would have been, oh, we got to have surgery. Oh, oh, I would have been falling apart. And that's what people do without God because they don't know the word of God. And we don't know how to receiving, receive healing. And sometimes we do know, but we're too lazy to do it. If you want to receive your healing, you have to put that word in your heart. You have to meditate, look up the word of God, and find out what it says about your healing. Jesus bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. Now, if you call yourself a disciple, and you're going to be a witness for Jesus, then you have to do your part. You have to hear the word of God and put it in your heart and let it come out of your mouth. When something happens, the word comes out of your mouth because that's what you're putting in your heart. And that's why Jesus said, if you're not doing that and that evil comes out of your mouth, you're bringing forth evil. Is it good to say, um, you know, some people say, is it your will, God? Um, if it be your will, God, then would you heal me? Um, and, and all kinds of other silly things we think. And we're just not sure that he's going to heal us. And it's because you don't know, because you didn't get faith. You didn't, you didn't put the word in your heart. So you don't really know for sure. So then you're going to be like, oh, everybody pray for me. 
you know, I need this to happen, and I don't know if Jesus is going to, and it's because you didn't hear the word. You didn't have constant faith. The word says that it's impossible to please God without faith, because without faith, nothing's going to happen. you got to have faith in him, and that faith comes from hearing the word of God. When my son was born with a, with a birth defect, I knew I heard teaching. I knew I had to get faith. And so I, and I was hungry. I was hungry for it because I wanted so bad for his healing to manifest. I'm thinking of the little girl that Jesus said, get up. But first he chased out all the unbelief. And her parents and the disciples were there because they believed. If you're a parent and you, and you want your child to be healed, then you're going to be desperate for that to happen. Now, some people are are desperate when their children are sick, but they've been talked out of the truth. As soon as you hear the word, Jesus said, the enemy's going to come and try to take it. And so they're talked out of the truth and told that it isn't, it might not happen. It has to be as well. But the thing is, if you're the parent, you, you can't be talked out of the truth. You got to know the word. You got to hear Jesus. And when you agree with him, you're going to hear him. He's going to encourage you to move forward. Today, he knows many of you are crying out to him. And you're thinking that you did something wrong or it's not his will that you be healed. And it is his will. But you got to hear the word. You got to get faith. Jesus said, I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, this problem, be lifted up and cast in the sea and does not doubt in his heart. If you doubt and then you speak, what you say isn't going to happen because he said, if you believe what you say, it'll take place for you. So you got to believe what you say and you can't believe what you say if you haven't heard. Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing the word of God. So you've got a work to do. But so many people think, well, I don't have to do anything. By his stripes, I was healed. Or, you know, Jesus, he did it all for me. And they have all this lip service they do. They're saying, you know, that they don't have to do anything. But by not doing anything, by not getting faith, then that thing isn't going to happen. And you're going to be disappointed. And so he said, for this reason, I'm telling you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe, trust, be confident that it's granted to you and you will get it. And then, of course, the next verse says, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them. Love is always, always the law. And so that could be another reason you're not receiving. But we have to know the principles of God in order to receive from him. And we have to have that word planted in our heart. So whatever happens, whatever event is happening, that word comes out of your mouth. You know the word. You're always ready to talk to the problem. It's not up to Jesus. It's up to you. You need to talk to the problem. So when I looked this up today, I I thought I should read the rest of this. Everyone comes to me, he said, why do you call me? Actually, I was reading um, up till 45, Luke 6. 
So Luke 46, 646, why do you call me Lord and you don't practice what I tell you? You know, we really make him look bad when we're calling him Lord and still his word isn't manifesting in our life. As we just talked about, for everyone who comes to me and listens to my words in order to heed my teaching and does them, I will show you what he's like. He's like a man building a house who dug and went down deep and laid a foundation upon the rock. And when, a, when the flood arose, the torrent broke against the house and it couldn't shake it or move it. When Satan comes against you, I'll finish reading this, because it had been securely built or founded on a rock. When Satan comes against you, when you have that word deeply embedded in your heart, when you've planted it, and you, you look at it every day and you remind yourself, I'm healed, then he's going to come and he's not going to be able to move you. But if he distracted you from hearing the word, Jesus said, as soon as you hear the word, he's going to come and try to take it. And he's going to try to distract you with all kinds of things, offense, false glamour, pleasure of other things. And so you have to know he's going to come and try to steal the word. So in the first place, you can't even get it in your heart. You're too busy. You're distracted. You're doing this, that, and the other thing. And you have to take the initiative to make sure you hear that word. You have to put everything else aside and make it the most important thing for you if you want it to happen. If you want to be that witness, if you want to stand before that Jesus that day and him not say, away from me, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. And if you're practicing lawlessness, you're not practicing talking to the mountain. You're not practicing receiving your healing. You're not doing it. You're just living like the heathen. You're distracted. You're worrying about other things. You're not doing the word. You're not getting faith. And so if you want to receive your healing, if you want to be that great witness for him, you have to take the time to get the word in your heart. Meditate on it day and night so whatever comes against you, whatever storm hits you, whatever Satan tries to come against you with, it doesn't move you. You stay in that same place because you know. You know what's going on. You heard the word. You have faith. But he who merely hears the word and does not practice doing it, that's the other part. You can hear it, but if you don't practice it, if, if you heard it, you know, so often I hear, uh, I'm reading the word or, you know, telling somebody the word, oh, I've heard that already. Oh, I already heard that. Yeah, but you're not doing it, so you didn't really hear it. If you're not practicing the word, you didn't really hear it. It went over your head. It went in one ear and out the other. You're not doing it. You're not serious about it. So he who merely hears and does not practice doing my words is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation against which the torrent burst, and immediately it collapsed and fell, and the breaking and the ruin of that house was great. Being ignorant of the word is not being a witness for Jesus. You have to have understanding. 
You have to understand what is happening to be a proper witness for him. You have to know Satan's going to come against you. You have to know you got to get that word in your heart. And that word in your heart is going to produce that good fruit that's going to come out of your mouth. You're going to speak the word. If the doctor tells you a bad report, you're going to speak the word. It's going to come up on the inside of you, that truth. I said, then I would say that God was that God healed my son. That's what I was believing. That's what I was saying. So, of course, that's what's going to happen. What you say happens. And we doubt because we're not hearing the word. We're not hearing Jesus. He is his word. I so shocked that doctor. He said, you never cease to amaze me. Why wasn't she freaking out? Why wasn't he freaking out? I'll tell you, because he had two x-rays in front of him. The year before, the shunt was already, the tube from his shunt, a shunt, by the way, is um, a little pump that's put in the head, and then there is a, a cord connected to it. He had hydrocephalus, and it eliminates the extra water from the brain that isn't happening by itself if you have hydrocephalus. And so he had that when he was born, and I just kept calling him healed. I talked to the mountain. I filled up on the word of God. I meditated on the truth. I resisted the lie, and he went in for a checkup every year. And so anyway, he had a year before MRI where he missed that the shunt was already coming out of his head. And then this year it was down laying next to his stomach, not the shunt, but the tube connected to the shunt, to the pump. And so he calculated, of course, it's already been out a year. And so obviously he didn't need it. Obviously he didn't need it because it's already been out of his head for a year. And so that was what I expected. What I said would happen. What you say will happen if you believe. If you put the word of God, his word, the truth, and your heart, it's going to come out of your mouth and produce that thing which you said. That's the word I have for you today. Jesus wants you to receive his healing, the healing that he took those stripes for. He already made provision for your healing, and your part is to receive it. And he wants you to know that. You don't have to fret. Don't be anxious about everything, but go to him. Talk to him. Go to the word. Look at it. See what the promises are. Don't be ignorant to the word. Prove his will is good and perfect. Show him off. Don't be like the heathen, just walking around acting like you don't know anything because you don't know anything. Do his word. Have it manifest. I love Romans 12 too. It says to change your mind. Change your attitude. Change your idea to his so that you can prove for yourself. Because when you do that, when you get full of the word, you're thinking his thoughts, his opinion, you're going to have faith. And then that is going to manifest in your life, that good fruit. And um, no one can talk you out of that. Does it happen to you? Because you did it. Never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you. Revelation 3.19. He said that he corrects those he loves. 
And so you have to be willing to be corrected, to be taught. And then verse 20, he said, if you heed his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. We read in John the other day, he said, he and his father will make his home within you if you do his commands. And if you don't, he's not going to live on the inside of you. And that's a sure sign that on that day, he's also also going to say, I didn't know you. Jesus wants us prepared for what's about to come. He's calling us to be true disciples. That we honor him and do his word. And produce that essential fruit. That essential fruit. It's essential to walk in your healing. It's evil not to because it looks like Jesus is a liar. And we're hurting him. He went through all he did so that we can be well. So stop walking around sick. Stop making excuses for why you're still sick. Stop being lazy and just get up and do the word. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for teaching us, getting in our face and telling us the truth. We receive that from you right now. We receive the truth from you. And we're going to prove your will is good and perfect. And that your will is essential. It's essential for us to receive healing from you. We know that we are to be your bride without spot or wrinkle, and we know that you're teaching us, and we just glorify your name for that. We give you all the praise and all the glory. Help us, Lord. Help us not to just hear your word and walk away, but to be doers of your word, to hear it and do it. Plant that seed, and it just grow and grow and grow until we get to that place where we don't lack anything. Love you so much. Praise you. And give you all the glory. Jesus has a word for us. I gave my life for you. I died for you. And it would be my pleasure that you would receive all that good that I have for you right now and here today. Receive it. Walk in my way. And there will be nothing you will lack. I am the greater one. No foe can stand before me. Nothing can get in your way. Choose me. I lay before you life and death. Choose life. Choose to walk in the goodness I have provided for you. Thank you, Jesus. He's so good. He's so in love with us. He wants so much good for you and for me, for all of us. Let's be committed to plant that word in our heart. And so whatever happens, it's coming out of our mouth. We're choosing life. That's what he's saying. Don't choose death. Choose life. He's giving you a choice. Walk in your healing. Receive that good from him. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.